0: With you on the go, this is the Kissing Country, Chris,
1: Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Hello. Matt DeBurse. What up? Slip sliding away. Ooh, um, yeah. yeah, it was one of those days, uh, again, I know that we, you could be listening to this in July, but you still appreciate freezing rain. It should not rain in the winter. That causes so many complications in the world. It really does.
2: You know what I love listening to? too, yeah. no, it's summer. Yeah. It's more winter talk.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, makes you appreciate the sunshine.
1: Yeah, It tied into something we talked about today. Yeah, what'd you hit? Yeah, um, We've all hit something. I mean, Jack, you've actually hit something. You backed into a...
3: Yeah, we never got into it on the show, but I backed into I was visiting my grandma, which I'll always remember because I thought that this shouldn't happen to me. I was doing a good thing. I was visiting my grandma and I backed into the dumpster at her apartment complex. Hmm. Like and the I thought, big green one? Yeah, the, like the ones you can't miss. While
1: visiting your grandma.
3: Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen to me. I was doing a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Yeah. I know.
1: You know, there was a guy that got rewarded. We never talked about this on the show either, but you heard about the guy with the score and win in Winnipeg who Patrick oh, yeah. Liney scored five goals. So he won a million dollars. You hear about this guy? What about him? Well, he, he did he wasn't watching the game, so he didn't hear his name announced, but people started to reach out to him. He, he was at church when this happened. He's a pastor. No. And he said, so I just got to thank God for this and Patrick Lainey. <laughs> and so, dear God, <laughs> please let Patrick Lainey score five goals. Got to win the Safeway score <laughs> win. Yeah, so there gotta you go. I got to go to church. Let that be a lesson. That's why you have a <laughs> belief. Hell, I might even
2: get me in church. <laughs> what did you say?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't worry about it, bud.
0: <laughs> I, 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 anyway. <laughs> All right, let's do this. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: Good morning. Cloudy today with a mix of sun and cloud and a high of three degrees. This news update is brought to you by Walmart Pharmacy and Apotex. You call the shots this flu season. Help protect your family with the flu shot from Walmart Pharmacy. No appointment necessary. As we mentioned, be extremely careful on your way in this morning. Freezing rain overnight has literally made side streets a skating rink. A longtime Edmonton leader has passed away. During his life, Jim Hole served as the chairman of the Edmonton Oilers and president of the Canadian Football League. He lived his life here in Edmonton where he graduated from the U of A. He passed away November 15th with his family by his side. Jim Hole was 91 years old. A moment of silence was held for him at last night's Oilers game. And speaking of that game against Dallas, it was scoreless into overtime. And then...
2: Drysdale breaks free. He's got cleft Bomb, Feeds him. Cleft Bomb Shoots and scores!
4: There it is!
3: I think you got your money's worth if you were at that game. It looked fun. No
2: goals, but yeah. yeah that's, uh, but still. First three periods were kind of boring. Yeah, yeah but, but
3: then overtime and then like <laughs> the goal, no goal, and then the real goal. She
1: likes the drama. It went yeah. from six to midnight, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that.
3: All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, our very first Christmas wish was granted yesterday. Penny nominated her friend Trista. Unable to have children because of a massive cyst, Trista had surgery scheduled for this December 1st in hopes of finally becoming a mom. However, her medical expenses were piling up and her GoFundMe page came up short right before... For her surgery this week We were able to grant some money to Trista And now her journey towards motherhood begins All thanks to Penny's nomination
5: I can't wait to be a mommy (laughs) That's all I
3: want Mm. We are going to relive some of that magic moment And again, you can nominate those Who are in your life That need a little helping hand A little holiday spirit this Christmas Again, KissinFM.com Is where you nominate for Christmas Wish Awesome, Jack, and that's all you need to know
1: All right a little bit later on this hour as well, we're going to talk about names that millennials are not using anymore. The names that have actually been uh, phased out, so to speak. And some of them are real obvious, and some of them are like, oh, man, they're not using that name anymore. That's interesting. So for fun, I thought the too early for a question question for tickets to the Country Thunder in Calgary tonight today would be this. What is the most used, most chosen baby name for boys in 2018? Matt just had a baby boy in 2018, and it's not the name you chose, Bo. Baby Bo. I I wouldn't think so. No, but that's... Hey, honor system, no Googling. (laughs) No Googling, yeah, exactly. Or or if you're smart enough to Google and you're the first person with the answer, you can also win the tickets. What is the most common baby name chosen in 2018 for boys. 780-421-1039 You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We want you to get to Calgary for Country Thunder. But
3: back when the roads are good. Yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah. I hope there's no freezing rain in August, but no anything's kidding. possible. The question this morning, because we're going to talk more about names coming up, but uh, the number one most used baby name for boys this year is? Hey, it's Garrett.
4: Is it, is it Liam?
1: It's not Liam, but that is a common one, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's up yeah, there. Thank you. Uh, little Liam works. Thank you, Cute. buddy. It's not, it's not Darren either. All right. <laughs> Hi, Kissing Country. Hi.
0: Hey, who's this? It's Shay. Is the name Liam?
1: It's not Liam. Mm-mm.
3: It must have been popular, oh. though. Our
1: first two guesses. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you very much. All right? Thank you. All right, Francis. What's that number one chosen name for boys this year? I'm going to say Liam. It's not Liam. <laughs> three but straight But it is on Liam's. this show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Hi, Kissing Country. Yeah, the number one chosen name so far this year. Um, is it Oliver? You know, it's not Oliver. I saw Oliver on the list, too, but it's Uh not. Little Oliver sounds adorable, right? Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, Maddie, what do you think that number one name is for boys?
3: Okay, I'm going to guess um, Noah.
1: It's not Noah.
3: That was my guess, too. Yeah. Oh, dang it. I know.
1: All right, Noah, it wasn't. Sorry. (laughs) It's going less biblical these days. Thank you very much. All right, Norm, what do you think? Is it Jackson? Guess what? It's Jackson.
3: Yeah, great name.
1: It's so great. There's even a song that Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash sang all about (laughs) Jackson. That's why they choose it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a backup name for uh, Baby Bo. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because Matt got this one right off the hop when I asked Mm -hmm. him. So there you go. Hey, Norm. I don't know why Norm isn't the most used name. That's a pretty strong name, isn't it? It should be, exactly. You're going to Country Thunder, buddy.
2: Bring Nor or make Norm great again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be there this Saturday to see Jake Owen. Jake's a pretty cool name, too. We're just tying Heck it yeah. all in. Hey, thanks, bud. You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm hoping Matt wakes up soon, too. So that's going to be what we're hoping for. That's our goal this morning.
2: I've been uh, off air.
1: Yeah. More stunned than usual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
3: On air, too. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I think it adds to the flavor. Definitely.
1: <laughs> anyway, that, that's a little bit of, of what going, what's going on here. A too early for a question. Question. We found out that Jackson's the number one name so far, 2018. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, and I think it's important to revisit because it's names that uh, millennials, the people that are, the, the, the big group of people that are now having all the kids, mm-hmm. are not choosing. They say these are the names that are going the way of the dodo bird right now. And what goes around comes around. I mean, uh, there were times when, uh, you know, names now all of a sudden, older names became big again, but some of them are actually uh, going away too. For example, well, this is, you know, there's, they're, they're not using the name Keith. Baby Keith isn't happening anymore. Courtney kind of surprised me, but yeah, that Courtney was like yeah. when my daughter was. A, Tons she, of Courtney's. My daughter's like in early 90s. Yeah, early 20s. My daughter's 20s, 20, 24, 24, and there was Cor- a lot of Courtney's when she was a kid. Uh, no John's, n- no hannahs uh, john would be a middle name i guess no hannahs the hannah
2: surprises me yeah
1: yeah no Stans. no uh, tiffany's no gregory's no scarlet's no bobs no gertrude's which you know uh, no harvey's no jennifer's no dick's no mary's no brandon's no ann's no no christian's no cody's um no uh, amanda's basically
2: my entire kindergarten cast basically yeah
1: exactly Derek. Jayme, uh, Jamie?
3: Actually, I just thought maybe that's why. You know, when you're naming your baby and you say, oh, I can't name them that because right. I had that kid in my class. There it is. All of these kids were all in our millennials' classes. Right. Right? And
1: you're like, oh, that Derek, I couldn't stand him. Yeah. Forget M- Bob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Becky, Aaron, and no Susans. And you think of some of these names, and we were looking for your input as well. At uh, 103.939, do you know any little babies that are named these names? Or there was some Scarlet's. People said that they, they definitely they definitely heard us. Scarlet's. And I wonder if that's not from Nashville, because uh, the TV show I'm talking about. It
3: for sure could you be. be. You I laugh, be,
1: Yeah, but I know that my friend Mike, he really wanted to name his daughter Scarlet. He didn't get that past Cause the cause of I Nashville. know a
3: baby Gunner.
1: Y- you do, because but of Nashville. But I don't know
3: if it was because of Nashville, but I've never heard that name Are before. Are people
2: only naming their babies because of Nashville? <laughs> 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 Is yes. Is the only show
1: on
3: television? <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. What's,
1: what was the lead's name until spoiler I oh, don't even know. Oh, Connie is her real name. Connie Britton. Yeah. What about you? Are there any Rainas on there? Anyway, uh, what do you think? Uh, You know, are are you somebody that maybe is purposely going to choose one of these names? Because, uh, you know, when we chose the names for our kids, Bailey and Carter, it was like we just wanted them to be the only one in their class with that name because I went to school for like my entire uh, school, whatever, life with a guy named Chris. And so I had to be Christopher for like the first nine or 10 years of my life and he got to be Chris, and that just, I didn't like that, Is that at all.
2: that why you got into radio? Just to get out of the shadow? <laughs> <laughs> to be the top I Chris? I am Chris. <laughs> you <guys will> <laughs> Take that, Christopher!
1: You guys will be calling me Christopher for the rest of the day, although yeah. Matt has no clue. He won't remember any of this. You got it, Chuck. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about names that uh, people just aren't going to be using uh, for the next... Uh, Few generations, anyway, they'll probably all come back.
3: This text says, "I know a Hannah, but no more Karens. I haven't heard of a baby Karen ever. Maybe it was because I was born in the '70s." But Chris, do you know any other Karens? I know, if
1: I know a Karen, another Karen Sheets, as a matter of fact. Shut the front. Door. Yeah, but but you're right. Karen's not common, and we sometimes we imagine her, like when she was a little baby, just little baby Karen. I don't just you know or little. They
3: probably called her Care. Yeah.
1: I think. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh what about you? What do you think of the whole baby name thing? I had a
3: little guy a year and a half
0: ago, and his name's James. James. So- we, yeah, we stay traditional, and
1: that's cool. You know what? I think that that's cool. That's a strong name, like you know. It's a cool it, name. And is he going by James or Jamie or what do you call him? No,
0: we we'll call him James, and we're not going to call him Jimmy. <laughs> He's one years old, and he wants to go as J Unit. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack,
1: and Matt podcast. Kissing Country Christmas Wish brought to you by our good friends at the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Thank you so much to them, and thank you to everybody that's doing the nomination process right now. Uh, Penny is one of those people. She's in the room with us right now. Penny, we are about to uh, do something that uh, you never thought possible, right?
5: No, I never did. It's so amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, Matt, you are on scene, and uh, you've got Trista there. Set the scene for us.
4: Okay. We're just stepping out of our vehicle they're walking up to uh, Penny's sister's house, Crystal, who's in on it. (laughs) But Trista and uh, her fiancé, Brad, are there waiting for us. So we're just walking up now. Here we go. Make sure I get the right house. I think I got it. Okay, here we go. Nice. All right. Very decorated. Well, very Christmassy. (laughs) I think I see them in the front window. Probably very suspicious of the lady holding the camera. Okay, here we go. I'm knocking on the front door. Crystal? Yeah. Okay, can we come in? Okay, hey, we're coming in. Hey, Trista, come here for a sec. Hi, I'm Matt from Kissing Country. I have somebody important on the phone for you. Okay, here you go.
1: Hello. Hi, Trista. Hi. Hi, it's Chris and Jack, and uh, and Penny is with us. And I know this is pretty overwhelming. You got these people blowing in your house. They got Hello. a camera in your face. They're <laughs> yeah. pu- They're putting you on the phone. What could this all be about? Well, I think Penny has been waiting a long time to tell you this, so she's going to go ahead.
5: Okay. Hey, Trista. Hi, Penny. Um. So. We were talking the other day, and I told you I wanted to do something to help you, and, and I just couldn't, and I found this. And so I wrote to Kissen, and um, I'm going to read the story that I sent them for you, okay? Okay. Okay. Hi, Kissen. I met my friend Trista Claffy when she was just one of my young girl guides. Now we're like best friends. For as long as I've known her, she wished of one day being a mom, and I've never met someone who would be better at it. Not too long ago, she finally met the love of her life, and he recently proposed to her. They one day thought of starting a family together, but there was one hiccup. Due to an inherited neurological condition, Trista and her family have all developed varying degrees of multiple non-cancerous neurofibromas on their bodies. And due to this, they would have to pay for in vitro fertilization to have testing done so that they could ensure that the gene won't be passed on to their future children. Unfortunately, last year, Trista developed debilitating pain in her abdomen and doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong. They eventually found the cause, a mass near her ovaries. She's currently taking approximately 20 pills a day to help with the pain. It's gotten so bad that she can no longer work at her job. So they are currently surviving on only her fiancé Brad's salary while he also works works full-time and also goes to school in the evenings." The decision was finally made by the doctors to attempt to remove the mass. However, the mass is wrapped around blood vessels and removing it could potentially cause early menopause, infertility, and even the loss of of use of her right leg. The pain is unbearable, so it must be done. After meetings with her team of doctors, she was told that if they want to ever have children, they need to look at having her embryos frozen prior to having the surgery due to the possibility of the surgery causing early menopause or infertility, hence the need for freezing of embryos now. They didn't ever plan on the sudden urgency to have this treatment done. IVF is not covered, and doctors have estimated a cost of approximately $25,000, which must be paid up front. Trista has therefore, even with the debilitating pain, been holding off on the surgery until she has the money. Her and Brad, their families and friends have been doing bottle drives, silent auctions and making crafts for sale to try to raise the money. She also has a GoFundMe page that unfortunately has only raised about $3,000. They're still approximately $4,000 shy of the required costs and are looking into everything possible to raise money. But she's running out of time as the doctors have scheduled the IVF treatments to begin on December 1st so that she can have the surgery to remove the mass in January. She is only looking for assistance to help her to be, to be able to do the most responsible and loving thing a potential mother could do, which is get the procedure to help ensure that she does not pass on the NF gene to her future children, which I think is a loving, selfless act in itself. She therefore needs to do the genetic testing and freeze her embryos now, and that comes with an exorbitant and unexpected cost. I've never met anyone who would be a better mother, and I pray that you will find her worthy of this extra special Christmas gift.
1: Now, tr- now, Trista, we found four thousand dollars to complete this wish. And, uh I think that Matt might have a check there that he's going to give you but this is pretty incredible it's uh, obviously all Penny wanted to do was help her friend and uh, and she found a way and now you can find a way and you can uh, you know you can have your surgery you can get that done you can get you know all this other stuff taken care of so uh so the, the dream of, of having this child and it, is a reality
5: Oh my God I don't even know what to say I'm shaking. Thank you so much, Trista. It
3: sounds like you're going to be a pretty incredible mom.
5: I can't wait to be a mommy. <laughs> That's all
1: I want. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I was talking to our boss yesterday about the wish. He'd heard it. And I said, you know, this is kind of like a uh, Kiss and Country Christmas wish for 2018. You know, just, I mean, thankfully we've got the modern, you know, the work of science that these kind of things can potentially happen, but uh, uh, that all comes with a cost. And that's why our good friends at the Colin Bruce uh, mortgage team stepped up and helped us this year. We're getting many texts and most of them are for men saying they're crying on their way to (laughs) Niskew.
3: Oh, sorry, guys.
1: (laughs) Liz is laughing. Uh, I hear you laughing, Liz. Uh, you just called. Uh, it, it's really as emotional to hear that kind of stuff, isn't it?
3: Well, you know, the roads are
4: terrible. Yeah. We have fog northeast of the city. I just drove from Redwater. Yeah. and And so... It's bad enough, and then
2: you got tears in your eyes. How are you
1: supposed to see the drive? No. <laughs> it's distracted driving, thanks to kissing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you saw a bit of it on Facebook, because you can watch this wish on Facebook, mm-hmm. and as powerful as it is on the radio, when you see actually uh, you know, this this beautiful couple getting this news about uh, their GoFundMe page. Uh, by the way, the GoFundMe page is still out there, and, and you can actually add to it if you'd like. But it, yeah, it really is something. You, you, you said something really special off the air. You said you think Trista's going to be a...
4: A fantastic mommy, and so happy for her. Yeah, I don't, I don't have kids myself, and it's just, oh, it just got me right in the feels. You got to give those. Spoiler alerts that they need Kleenex in
3: the hand. Yeah. <laughs> we should start doing that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, hey, like, th- yeah. yeah,
1: well, thank you, Liz, for getting it. Thank you to everybody else as well. And you can watch the video. You might need a Kleenex, but it's a beautiful thing on the Kissing Country Facebook page. Have, have a safe what's left of your drive, all right, Liz? Yeah, don't watch that yeah, during just, the commute.
2: I, <laughs> I just
4: want to let you know, 28 is blocked at 38 at Redwater. There's an accident in... Uh, there's a detour
0: thank you very much Oh, thanks yeah, thanks you're listening to the kiss and country
1: chris jack and matt podcast if you're going too slow you're going too fast which on a related note ron just called with the frustration that we all kind of share with the people that don't actually put their actual real lights on so they've got no tail lights in this mess so if you're wondering if you don't have your lights on right now check.
2: Just double check.
1: Because he says, now I'm trying to avoid people I can't see and they don't have their Mm. lights on and it's just really frustrating. So anyway, which leads to the question on this slippery freezing rain day, what have you hit?
3: We got this text. I love this. My grandma grew up during World War II, and she backed up into a British tank. She got out of (laughs) her car and said to the soldier with her British accent, excuse me, sir, you appear to be in the way. (laughs) Still to this day, she says the tank creeped up on her. Yeah,
1: that's it. eh? I love that.
3: Uh This one says, a few years back, I was driving a rental vehicle up around Castlegar, BC, and I hit a wild turkey. It flew out from the ditch and destroyed the front of the vehicle. They say it took a lot of convincing when they were returning it, but they did keep the feathers in the
1: grill. Wow. wow! Well, <laughs> my parents hit a porcupine once, which is not that uncommon. Porcupine did the question get in the tires? Well, nah, nah, I don't think that was the issue, but it did like thousands of dollars of damage really? underneath that vehicle. Oh, well, it doesn't take much to do thousands of dollars. Was well, it
2: rattling around underneath there for a while?
1: No, no. I think they they got right under it. They were driving a Jetta, <laughs> so it was kind of a low vehicle. But it, oh, okay. did, it did so much damage. Must yeah. have
2: been going at a pretty good clip. Yeah,
1: probably. Uh, speaking
3: of expensive damage, this person says, Hey guys, it's Jackie. Last spring on March 3rd, there was freezing rain on the day, and it was a mess. I dodged hitting other people. However, I did slide into the ditch and I hit one of the bridge pillars. Mm. It cost over $12,000 damage yeah. to her vehicle. Is the bridge okay?
1: <laughs> they have these new things, and they're great um, from a safety perspective. That go down the sides of the highway now. You see those wires, oh, yes. right? Right? And Carter, with the fire, they they talk about it a lot. But these things can prevent serious, serious accidents and head-on collisions because you can't people. cross over exactly. But now, every time you slip into the ditch, which you're going to not hit because of these things, it's always going to do huge, huge damage. Mm. So basically,
2: it's a write-off once th- you hit these things.
1: Exactly. But you know, again, saves it's, some lives. It's going to save some lives. Yes. Right? All right. What about you, Carrie? What have you hit?
0: I hit an entire family of snowmen.
1: Oh boy! Ooh. <laughs> well, that's where they should have been standing there. I'm imagining this is like in the back of the minivan with the whole family, right? And but this <laughs> was like a this was like a snowman version of that. And 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 was this in a yard? This wasn't in the middle of the road.
0: Well, what happened where I lived in Devon? There was like a big curve coming around to where I lived, and I had just gotten my driver's license, so I wasn't used to dr- winter driving. Yeah. And the road was slippery, so when I hit the corner, my car just kept going straight instead of turning, and I took out about four snowmen these kids had built on their front lawn. Oh, Did man. you see did them they, weeping? Were there
3: a- any survivors?
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, no, but I did spend the next two days helping them build new ones. Yeah, uh- good for you. Oh, you got to hit and run when it comes to snowmen. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the
1: Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast in the meantime we're asking the question what have you hit
3: this text says i backed into a very large pole while pokemon hunting a couple of summers ago that was a very embarrassing thing to admit
1: what that you were pokemon hunting or you backed into a pole
3: uh both all
1: right kind of leave out the whole
2: Pokemon part, I
3: think. <laughs> Ooh. This text says I was a passenger when my sisters uh when my sister hit a moose.
2: Oh you never want to hit a moose. No. The worst animal no, to hit. Oh yeah? no Well, Because their legs they like they're perfectly dash height. <laughs> yeah. So if you hit the legs, the body's coming
1: in. Yeah. The only thing Ooh. worse would be that giant cow that went viral yesterday. Oh I mean, yeah, that's, you're right. But that's exactly what the moose is. It's just yeah, you're just petrified of those things. Yes.
3: This person says, I was following a car on a back road, and it was really dusty, so I saw brake lights come on, so I slowed down. Before I knew it, I was up on a whole bunch of little piglets on the road, and I said to my friend, oh my gosh, did we hit one? Then we heard a thunk. She says she was traumatized for life.
2: If you ever talk to my mother, never talk to her about the time she ran over a family of ducklings. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get over that. Never. <laughs> you know? It's the worst. Well, you're going 120 on <laughs> the highway, and you see them last minute. And you went, oh, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wept. That's serious. I would too. That is serious neglect on a mother's perspective there. What is she doing? You know, yeah. both ways, mom. Yeah, wait till they can fly over, please. Yes, Jeremy. Oh, uh,
4: I had a little old lady years and years ago. I had a 1988 Chevy three quarter ton truck, yeah. and a uh, little old lady parked her little Buick Alero behind me. Yep. And she parked close enough, I couldn't see her out the side mirrors or out the rear view mirror. I backed right up onto her hood. You did, mm. eh? Yeah, and when I come off her hood, the bolts underneath the bumper oh. grabbed her hood and tore her hood
1: off. Oh, right man. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, those Aleros, they're, they're built like ramps, right? <laughs> Absolutely
2: they are. Yeah, That's they why they're not around right anymore.
1: <laughs> Too rampy. Yeah. Hey, hey, what- yeah, thank you for that, Jeremy. Uh, coming up in moments, you are not going to believe what a mother has done, and she's willing to admit it. We'll Ooh. get to that. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Coming up in the next few moments, we're going to talk to uh, the drive home guy from this here radio station, Greg Reynolds. You are not going to believe what we found out yesterday. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. just we'll get to that coming up <laughs> shortly. It's big news, big big news. What'd you hit? Uh, we're asking that question this morning because uh, you know of, of the road conditions and stuff like that, and Especially ja-
3: side sides. Jack
1: and I so both saw this text and went, mm, I don't know if it's really appropriate. And then Matt blew in here after getting the hot chocolate and said, Oh, that's hilarious! So you got to uh, read it. Okay, go ahead. Here
3: we go. <laughs> A few years ago, I was driving home from my boyfriend's house, and I ended up hitting the ditch in my Volkswagen Bug. Not only did I hit the ditch, I slid underneath a barbed wire fence into a herd of cows. I didn't end up killing the cow, so I had to walk around this field and find the farmer that the cows belonged to. Mm. The farmer ended up having to shoot the cow, and my car was a write-off. It was not a good day. I haven't had milk since.
2: <laughs> Were you there for the um, the passing of the cow? <laughs> it's like me, myself, and Irene. Yes. When uh, Jim Carrey's character has to put like, eight bullets in the cow. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the movie, they... That
1: said, is such... Yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> they, they finally didn't actually kill the cow. That is, that is
1: an unrated movie. That is such bad luck to hit the that ditch. That is an awful day. That's, that's actually worse luck for the cow than you. Seriously. Yeah. like You think you're in the field, minding your own business. You've got to be safe.
2: There's a dad joke in there too, Chris. I didn't, I thought you would go for him. what? Oh, like the beetle hitting the cow. That's the first time a beetle killed a cow. Oh,
1: no, that wasn't that, that here's my dad joke for that. That story is an utter disaster.
3: There you go. There
1: it is. You're listening to the kiss and country, Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. I'm Greg Reynolds from the drive home. He joins us right now. Good morning, Greg. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Yeah. Funny thing. I'm going to just set this scene really quick if I can, which I've never been able to do in my life, but I'm going to do it now. We live a very interactive and very busy life. My family, I think that everybody in this room would agree. They witness it all the time. We have people around us. We're always doing things with people, and that is the way we want to do it. But last year, for the very first time, Karen and I decided, you know what, we're going to maybe just kind of, we got to get used to this empty nesting and get used to just kind of being together as just the two of us because the kids are growing up. And so uh, we went on a, a, a bit of a vacation just before Christmas last year, and it was just wonderful. The two of us, we didn't talk to anybody else. We just kind of just did our own thing and just kind of basically got to know each other again. So. We said, hey, let's do it again this year. This makes complete sense. We've never been on a, a cruise. Well, we've been on a cruise like literally 15 or 20 years ago. And I said, you know what? Let's let's go on a cruise. It's a really good time of year to do it. The deals are pretty good. So we decide to go on a cruise. So we're going to go on a cruise. And uh, that's fine. I also know that Greg Reynolds is going to be going away for his honeymoon. You got married in the summer and you waited till now to, to do your honeymoon. And, uh, funny thing, uh, yesterday when you met me in the hallway, you said, yeah, for a minute there, I thought we were going on the same cruise. I said, you're going on a cruise. And you said, yeah. And you said, where is it from? And you you said, Orlando. And then we talked about this together and we figured out we are literally going on the same cruise. So a guy who wants to go on a trip and be away from everybody he knows, and another guy who wants to go on a trip on his honeymoon with his wife are going to be together, kind of.
4: <laughs> yeah. And I called them yesterday, and I made sure we had adjoining rooms, <laughs> and I made
2: them take out the door so we could just have, like, access <laughs> to
1: each other. Oh, 24/7.
3: no. What an
2: interesting
1: honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's going to save you and I, Greg, is because we're both uh, A's. We're both A's, like type A's. Like, you know, if, if I'm an A, you're an A+. plus. <laughs> but thankfully, the ladies that we're with are probably the opposite of A's, and so they'll probably save our, our you know, our relationship. And I don't know how often we're going to see each other on this cruise, it may be a lot if we share rooms it'll be a lot <laughs> but i i'm just trying to wrap my brain around how this is going to go well
4: um this is the way I described it to. <laughs> people that I told yesterday yeah. is it's gonna be like Titanic where you're like in the fancy champagne room and we're down like drinking whiskey and singing Irish songs in the basement of the ship. Yes.
3: Ooh, who's Jack?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess
3: in this case,
2: Chris is Billy Zane <laughs> and Greg is Jack. Wow. <laughs> are you gonna, are you I, gonna yeah, paint anybody like you you the French girls?
1: This is what I guarantee you. Chris Sheets and Greg Reynolds will definitely get the Titanic picture at the front of the cruise ship. And yes. we'll be embracing each other and singing My Heart Will Go On.
3: Now, I'm hoping and you guys can meet up. I mean, this is the largest uh, ship in the world.
1: Yeah. I don't... Did Chris tell you that? Because I don't think it is. I've been told there's like 6,400 passengers and like 1,000 and some people that work there. So, yeah, the cha- we could probably not see each other on this <laughs> ship if we try hard <laughs> enough. Chris is going to come home with a painting of me sultrily laying on a couch.
3: (laughs) What a great honeymoon. What's your
2: policy, Reynolds? Are you actually going to talk to Chris in the hallway or just not even uh, acknowledge him? You know
4: what I said?
3: is is kind of like,
4: because I've done a cruise before and you're seated at like big tables for dinner. And sometimes new people are weird, so I'd way rather sit with (gasps) Chris and Karen. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm only bringing shorts on this trip, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the fancy dinners. So, do you like the buffet, Greg? You
4: and I get along well because you only wear shorts and I rarely wear shirts.
1: And
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're like one person when
4: it
1: comes to
3: clothes.
1: (laughs) Anyway, wait for the stories; they'll be coming. What What are the chances? Yeah, you seem a lot happier about this than I do. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast, and and uh, I'm joining him. We had no idea <laughs> until yesterday we're actually going on the same cruise. It's pretty funny and pretty ironic. So we're looking for those kind of stories in your world. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was uh, on a trip in Watuco at the Secrets Resort, which is a beautiful resort. And I was on the elliptical and I'd been on it for like, ni- I swear, I just, because I eat so much, I was on it for like 90 minutes and I'm just going and I'm sweating and it's ugly. And all of a sudden, uh, this, this guy that works there brings uh, this lady in to kind of just, she's just got there. So he's showing her like the exercise facility. And I kind of look at her and for a second, she looks at me and I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like my hairdresser Darlene, but it can't be her. Well, of course it was her. But I didn't Crazy. find out for like four days after that because I was just assuming it just wasn't her, right? Yeah. And she didn't recognize me. Why would she be all the way down? She didn't down recognize there? me working out.
2: We know, Chris, you're a big deal.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody everywhere. No, it's got nothing to do with being a big deal. It's just, what are the chances of this stuff? And we're looking for your stories.
3: Linda from West Edmonton has a story. She says, In 2005, I was on a Greek island tour and I literally ran into a high school acquaintance. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Such a great coincidence. And we are still friends to this day.
1: Everything happens for a reason, right?
3: Do- All the way to Greek island. Yeah.
1: It's, that is you, awesome. N- you have nothing?
3: Nothing like
2: I, this? Not really. No? I don't have a lot of friends, obviously. <laughs> I'm the anti-Chris.
3: <laughs> and they're kind of like, you guys are shut-ins. You like to stay, like, by yourselves.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. What, <laughs> to you want to trip with us for once?
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Well, yeah, you know, the University of uh, Alberta is amazing. I mean, they're, they're doing all sorts of research there. They're trying to find cures for all sorts of diseases like cancer and things like that. That is on the go. But then sometimes they just do silly little things like studies. I don't know how they did this study, but they tried to figure out like the top 10 fun words to say. Those words that just make you smile.
3: Yeah, they make you giggle and they say that it all has to do with the, the vowels and the way that it sounds and just, yeah, just yeah. makes us giggle. So we're looking for those words in your world. Lots of texts coming in. This person says plump, plum. Plum plum. Yep.
2: Say that 10 times fast. Mm-hmm.
3: Agnes on the West End says, it has to be bacon. It always makes my kids and my hubby smile.
2: Strong word. Yeah. Uh, somebody said kumquat. Mm. My
1: favorite fruit. Is it?
3: Have uh, you ever had is one? Is it a fruit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never had that I lied. I hope it's a fruit. I'll be honest with you.
3: Yeah, so uh, she also <laughs> mentioned
1: tuk toyak Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Um, what about you, Tamara? My favorite word is Berber. Berber. <laughs> Berber. Yeah,
3: Berber. that's fun to say. What does
1: it mean? Well, that's a it's carpet, like, right?
4: Yeah,
1: carpet. Yeah, Berber carpet. See, yeah, that it's a word that when you say it, you can't not say it without a smile on your face.
4: Exactly.
1: Right. Berber. Unless you yeah, say we had a flood in the basement and the oh. Berber's gone.
4: <laughs> yeah, the Berber's dead. It's Berber. going to cost <laughs> us 10000 to replace
1: the Berber. <laughs> what about slacks? Isn't slacks a fun word to slacks.
4: say? <laughs> yeah. Kind
2: of, yeah. I don't know. I, I rubbed my slacks on the Berber.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Started a fire.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my,
1: oh my boobs goodness. on fire. Tamara. We
4: had a flood. How did we, how did we start a fire? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you know what? what
2: There's no logic in funny words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chris, Jack, and Matt. Text us. 103.939. Kiss and Country 103.9.
1: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I just, you got to keep saying it to really realize that it's actually happening. If you're just tuning in by accident, Greg Reynolds from The Drive and I are going on the same cruise this later this week, completely unplanned. And it's just, uh,
3: these trips have each been planned for months at a time. Yeah. You guys never really discussed where you are going. Tri- individually yeah.
1: planned. You know, yeah. your staterooms are going to be nec- right next to each other. Yeah. The man upstairs had a plan, so it's all going to come together. I'm sure. Your travel agent? I'm I'm sure. (laughs) uh, Two different travel agents. I'm sure the crews uh, will be fine, but you know, and I'm not comparing at all, but you know, normally the president and the vice president don't travel together. That's right. (laughs) What does that make us? Yeah. What does that make us? You guys are fine. (laughs) Dib Secretary of
2: State?
3: Okay. I'll just be the greeter of the house.
1: Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're talking about fun e uh, words. There's a study out of the University of Alberta that talks about just the, the words that make you smile when you say them. You can't help but smile when you say them. For example.
3: <laughs> the word that always makes me laugh as a texture is boing. Boing-bing.
1: Boing is good. Yeah. Boing's a great word. Yeah.
3: Puppies was our son's first word, says this texture. His dog had puppies, and then at the same time, we found out that his mom was pregnant with his sister. So he told everyone that his mom was having puppies. Hmm. So his favorite word, puppies. Got it
1: got it someone
3: says a classic wiener
2: wiener is a (laughs) strong favorite for matt's top five
1: (laughs) and this time of year says a texter hippopotamuses
3: oh right well chris's favorite animal that's right
1: it's true it's true what about you buoyant
3: what they are
1: buoyant is a fun word
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
3: so I agree with you
0: 100%. Balsack is an awesome word. Yes. But if you ever thought, what happens if the big burly guy from
5: Balzac uh, meets his dream girl from Tawatna, mm-hmm. and now they're going to probably go on a holiday somewhere, I'm thinking they're probably going to go to Touchwood Lake.
1: Touchwood Lake?
5: <laughs> Are you traveling? travel
3: agent? He
1: might want to stop at Two Hills first. Well,
3: that's a good one too. <laughs> this is ridiculous.